Thanks for joining us today for the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Now, here's today's message. You would take your Bibles and turn to Psalm chapter number 84 this morning. Psalm chapter number 84. Um, like I said, as we uh, today is going, we we're calling it, I'm thankful for my church Sunday. Are you thankful for Fellowship Baptist Church? Amen. Amen. I was expecting it to be a little louder there, but I'll take it. All right. I'll take it. I'm thankful for Fellowship Baptist Church uh, this morning and a place that we can come and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And uh, this morning we're going to preach. I'm going to preach on the subject, thankful for the house of God. Thankful for the house of God. Look at Psalm chapter number 84 and verse number one. The Bible says, how amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found an house and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young. Even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my king and my God, blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee, Selah. Amen. Aren't you thankful for the house of God? Let's pray. Lord, we do love you. We're so thankful for this day that you've given us. We're thankful for the singing that we've heard. And truly, you have been so faithful. You've been so good to us. And it seems as that song states, your goodness is running after us. Each and every day, your mercy is new. It endureth for all generations. And, and we're just so thankful for how good you've been to us, uh, Lord. But also help us to be thankful, uh, Lord, even in the difficult times, because we still have you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would be with this message this morning. I pray that you would help us, Lord, to have a greater love, a greater desire to be in the house of God. Lord, as David had, he had a heart just to be at the tabernacle, Lord, where your presence was. God, we thank you. We love you. And it's in your precious and holy name that we pray. Amen. You may be seated. This here, Psalm chapter number 84, is a psalm uh, of the tabernacle. Many commentators believe that David wrote this psalm uh, while in exile from Jerusalem during the rebellion of his son Absalom. And this psalm really reveals a lot about David's heart. David had a deep love and a deep desire for the tabernacle of God. He had a deep love for the house of God. To David, there was no place on this earth as special as that one place where the presence of the Lord was going to be. And that was the house of God, where he knew where God would be glorified. You see, for David, the tabernacle was the place that he desired to be. And when the believers, when we gather together uh, uh, to worship God in spirit and in truth, there truly is nothing on this earth that can compare to that. There really isn't. Uh, this place in which we gather is a place to that is dedicated to worship and glorifying God. Amen? This place isn't a place that's dedicated for your and my entertainment. This place is dedicated to worship and to glorify our God. 
And that's why we love church. The things that made the tabernacle so special to David, it ought to make it special for us today in the year 2022. First of all, I want us to see that, number one, we should be thankful for the house of God because it is a place to be loved. It is a place to be loved. Look at verse number one. He says, how amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. That word amiable means worthy to be loved. He's saying your house, your tabernacle is worthy to be loved. It's, it's lovely. Listen, God's people ought to love the house of God. You should love being here today. If you're truly saved, if you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you should love to be here. Listen, uh, does the house of God hold a special place in your heart this morning? Charles Spurgeon said this. He said, earth contains no sight so refreshing to us as the gathering of believers for worship. He went on to say, he said, those are sorry saints who see nothing amiable in the services of the Lord's house. Well, that's harsh, Pastor Tyler. Well, he said it, not me. So you can, you can get mad at Charles Spurgeon. But it's so true. It, 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 we, we truly aren't uh, 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 true saints of God if we don't desire and love to be where others, where we can come together with other believers and worship the one who died for us, the one who gave his life for us. We should love the house of God. Let me say this. There's, there's a couple ways that you can show your love for the church, for the house of God. Number one, be present. Amen? Be present. You show your love to the house of God when you're here. When you're here with other believers, be present when the doors are open. Listen, the Bible says, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. That's what we're to do when we come together provoking one another to love and to good works. He goes on to say, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but, uh, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching when we have church, be present, be present. It shows that you love the house of God, but also be pleasant. When you come to, to the house of God, be pleasant, Amen. Uh, the Bible says, David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It wasn't with David, oh, I'm just too tired to go to church today. Oh, it's too cold. I mean, don't we live in Florida? It shouldn't be this cold. And, and it's too cold to go to church. Or I don't feel like going to church today. David says, I was happy. I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. We should be Happy, we should desire, be pleasant when we come to church. Many people today have the wrong kind of attitude when coming to church. Listen, the reasons why I love to come to church are truly many reasons, and I could be here all day of why I love to come to church, but just to name a few, is that I find hope when I come to church. You know, when we see all those little kids that they go out into their, their Sunday school class, I see hope in that. Hope for the future. Hope that, that, hey, we have people coming up behind us that can carry the torch, that can continue serving the Lord. I also find help. You know, if I come to church with the right heart and with the right mind, I'm always helped. 
I'm always helped. You know it's possible for you to come to church and not be helped because you're looking for the wrong things when you come to church. But when you're right with God and your heart's right with him and you're ready to receive him and worship him and glorify him, you're going to be happy to come to the house of God. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be helped. I also find fellowship. I love that I can come to church and I can talk with my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and we can share how God has been good to us throughout the week. We can tell of the mercies of God. As Miss Sandy said today, the grace of God that is sufficient for us when we, when we feel like we can't keep going, he has the grace that get to, get to keep us going on. Listen, I love that we can come together and fellowship. Talk about God, the wonder wonderfulness uh, of God. We can worship. There's friendship. Listen, we get to come and we get to worship the King of Kings. Do we, really, do we realize that? We get to worship the King of Kings. The one who loved you so much that he gave his life for you. We get to worship him. Every time, you know, that's one been a goal of mine here at Fellowship Baptist Church is that if we don't do anything else, when we come to church, Jesus is lifted up. Jesus is lifted up. In singing and the preaching and everything we do, Jesus is lifted up because he deserves our worship. We find worship. Listen, I find things that I need for my Christian journey at the house of God. And I'm grateful for the desire that the Lord has placed in my heart to be in God's house when the doors are open. You might say, well, you gotta be here. I mean, if you weren't here, you're not getting paid, sir. Right? No, I, I tell you what, these last two weeks, we took a, a, a not a break from church, but we took a, a, a sabbatical for two weeks and we were out and it was a wonderful time. And thank you once again for allowing us that time. But I'll tell you what, I missed being with you on Sundays. I missed being at church. My wife and I, our kids missed being here. Hunter missed, uh, missed Deborah's gum. I mean, we missed being with you. There's a desire in my heart that, that wants to be in the house of God because I know when we come to the house of God, we're going to be worshiping him. He's going to be lifted up. We're going to thank him and praise him. And that's why I love it. Listen, the house of God should be a place to be loved. But number two, we see that it is a place to be desired. A place to be desired. Look at verse number two. He says this, he says, my soul longeth. Yes, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. David says, and everything within me longs to be at the house of God. So much so that if I don't have the house of God in my life, if the house of God is not a part of my life, I'm going to faint, right? I can't do it anymore. I need it. I desire it. It's a longing of David. David tells us that his entire being longed to be at the house of God. You know, today, for some Christians, church is only for us if we have time for it. Church is only for us if we have nothing else going on. That's how we see church today. But David says here, I'm crying out for it. I need it in my life. 
I need it. I need to be around God's people. I need to worship with my brothers and sisters. See, perhaps David remembered what many Christians have forgotten. Maybe he remembered that the house of God is an oasis in the desert of this world. Perhaps he remembered that the house of God is a safe haven from the storms that we have in life. Perhaps he remembered that, that, that God's house was, was the place where we can lift Jesus high. Whatever the thoughts in his mind, when he thought of the house of God, he longed to be there more than anywhere else. You know, all throughout David's life, he exhibited this desire to be in God's house. In Psalm chapter number 27, he said this, One thing have I desired of the Lord that, I, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. You know, there's a very good reason why the children of God should long for the father's house. It's right there in verse number two. It's where we meet with the living God. Amen. It's where we meet with the living God. Every time that I come to church with the right attitude, with the right heart, You know, God gives me something. He helps me. The house of God is a place that we meet with the living God. I also know that he has promised to meet with his people when we gather together to worship him. He says when he's talking about in regards to prayer, when two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. He promises to be with us when we gather together. And far too many in our day see the church as something they can either take or leave. Listen, we need to to understand this morning that the desires of the heart reveal the condition of the soul. The desires of the heart reveal the condition of the soul. So what you long for in life reveals what you love and what you love reveals who you are. Do you love the house of God? David says in verse number 10, he says, one day in your house is better than a thousand doing anything else. Oftentimes we have that switch, don't we? Number three, not only do we see that the house of God is a place to be loved and it is a place to be desired, but it is a place to be, to feel welcomed. It is a place to feel welcomed. Look at verse number three. He says this, yea, the sparrow hath found an house. And the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young. Even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house that they they will be still praising thee, Selah. As David thought about the Lord's house, we know that he couldn't be there. He was in exile. He was away from the tabernacle. But as he began to just imagine the, the tabernacle, he saw the outside of it and he remembered those birds the birds that made their homes within and at the tabernacle. And he mentions two birds here in scripture. He he mentions the sparrow and the swallow. Now, if you kind of study the sparrow and the swallow in the Bible and what they kind of symbolize, you you would say and you would find that, that these birds as a sparrow, they were seen as kind of a worthless bird. Now, all you bird lovers out there, don't take offense to that. But... But, but the, a worthless bird. The Bible says that, that two sparrows are sold for a farling. 
It was just something that was cheap. Just something that wasn't really worth much. And then, and then the swallow represents a wandering bird, according to Proverbs chapter number 26. However, what David sees here is that both the worthless sparrow and the wandering swallow found exactly what they needed at the house of God. That's what he's showing us here. That they found exactly what they needed and understand that the house of God should be a place for the unwanted. Amen? This place here at Fellowship Baptist Church should be a place for the, the unwanted. The Bible says in John 6, 37, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me and in him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. And if the Father will not cast out any of the unwanted, then neither should we. And here at Fellowship Baptist Church, one of the reasons why I'm thankful for Fellowship Baptist Church is because when people come in, they feel welcomed. I'm thankful for that. And we still need to work on that, right? We still need to grow in that area. But it is a place to be welcomed. Not only that, but it's also a place to uh, raise a family. I'm thankful that I have a, a place that we can raise our family here at Fellowship Baptist Church. The Bible tells us that the swallow had found a place to raise her little ones. What a lesson for us as, as a church family that this is a place where we can raise our children. Here they can hear about Jesus and the way of salvation. Amen? I'm thankful for two of my kids that accepted Christ because of, of the ministry here at Fellowship Baptist Church. I'm thankful that they, they can find Jesus. It is in the house of God where they learn that they can worship and praise the Lord together with other believers. This is a place where, where the name of the Lord is lifted high and, and we're, they're raised around other believers. And you know what? Because our kids are being raised here, it, it should cause us to desire to have the right kind of church. Right? Fellowship Baptist Church ought to be a place where the word of God is honored. Fellowship Baptist Church ought to be a place where the will of God is sought and it is practiced. Fellowship Baptist Church ought to be a place where the power of God is on display. It ought to be a place where the praises of God are heard and where prayer is offered up to the Most High and where no man, no program, no denomination ever takes the place of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we desire to be. And if we can be that type of church, it'll be a wonderful place to raise your children. But it also ought to be a place for the weary. The word nest here, it implies a place of rest. I'm thankful that we can come to fellowship and rest. Rest in the Lord. I think the church is a place of rest. It is a place where we can come and where we can lay our burdens and our cares of life and where we can also find the peace of the Lord. Aren't you thankful that we have one another to bear each other's burdens? You know, whenever I'm going through anything, I want to let this church know first because I know they're going to pray for me. And I hope you feel the same way. When you go through something in life, your first, the first people you want to tell is your church family because you know they'll help you bear that burden. It's a place for the weary. But then lastly, I want us to see that we are to be thankful for the house of God because it's a place to serve. 
It's a place to serve. Look at verse number 10. He says, for a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. In this verse, David tells us that he would rather serve in the tabernacle as the man who opened the door than he had to waste his time and energy serving the world and the pleasures of it. Friends, the church is a place where we can exercise our gifts for the Lord. Amen. It's a place where we can serve him, where we can give of our time and our talents and our, and our, 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 our finances to help and to, to build his kingdom. Listen, there's a job for every believer. You know that he saved us to serve. Amen. For by grace, are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves, right? Not of works, lest any man should boast for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. He saved you to serve. Listen, this is a place where you can serve if you want to. This is a place where you can serve, but you have to have that desire to. Listen, there aren't many who are looking for a place of service in the house of God. That's why we struggle oftentimes to find people to fill in certain areas. Because it's hard to find people to serve. A lot of times we, would, we desire to be a part of the church, but we don't want to have a part in the church. Know that church is a place to serve. David saw it as a wonderful, he said, I'd rather open the door for people than to spend my life living for the pleasures of the world. I desire to serve. I love this. Charles Spurgeon said this. He said, the lowest station in connection with the Lord's house is better than the highest position among the godless. Only to wait at his threshold and peep within so as to see Jesus is bliss. To bear burdens and open doors for the Lord is more honor than to reign among the wicked. Every man has his choice and this is ours. God's worst is better than the devil's best. God's doorstep is a happier rest than downy couches within the pavilions of royal sinners. Though we might lie there for a lifetime of luxury. Note how he calls the tabernacle, the house of my God. There's where the sweet sweetness lies. If Jehovah be our God, his house, his altars, his doorstep all become precious to us. We know by experience that where Jesus is within, the outside of the house is better than the noblest chambers where the son of God is not to be found. Amen. Listen, is Jehovah your God? Yes. Is Jesus your savior? Yes. Then you should desire to serve him. You should desire to serve him. You should desire to worship him together as believers. You see here, these are just some of the things that make the house of God a special place. We could go on and on this morning. And I pray that God today has spoken to your heart about your relationship to his church. You know, this is his church. Jesus said, upon this rock, speaking of himself, I will build my church. 
This is his church. And understand, if the church doesn't hold the elevated place in your heart that it deserves, and if you're not thankful for a place to worship, then I beg that you come before the Lord and, and, and ask for forgiveness. God, would you place within my heart a desire, a love like no other to be in your house? Why? Not because I'm entertained, but because we get to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm thankful for Fellowship Baptist Church. I'm thankful for the house of God. Thanks for listening to this sermon from Fellowship Baptist Church. Come visit us at 2501 Michigan Avenue, Panama City, Florida. For more information, check out fbcpanamacity.com. Have a great week.